Hey, my name is Hannah, and this podcast is all about empowering you to become more you. The real you. Stripped away of titles and achievements, because at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of energy floating around this big ball in space. And I believe the more that we can raise our energetic frequency, the happier and more fulfilled we become. So in this podcast, you'll find tools to help you release fear and move towards love and how that actually helps you attract what you want in life. And I use my experiences as an athlete and as a business owner to share what tools have helped me on my path towards awakening. So I hope that you gain value out of this. If so, hit me up. I'd love to talk to you. So a lot of us are experiencing shadow work. And what is shadow work is the parts of you that you necessarily don't really want to look at. It's your insecurities. Um, It could be associated with old traumas. And and look, trauma is just a, a significant event that happened to you that imprinted on you. It doesn't have to be, you know, this major thing or or when you look at it it's not this major thing but it had some kind of imprint on your on your subconscious or on your consciousness so you know that could be a parent that said no to you too much growing up and all of a sudden you feel like you're not um worthy enough to make your own decisions or whatever it may be that's just you know one small example there's thousands of ways uh, infinite amount of ways that this can show up in your life um so the shadow work is looking at, you know, quote unquote, your darkness. And it's this aspect of you that, you know, it, a lot of people don't want to do this work because it, it's hard. You don't want to look at why you act a certain way, why you ha- might have some, some of these insecurities, uh, why you might have some addictions, different coping mechanisms, the way that you show up in your relationships. It's coming to terms with why you are the way that you are. Um, And it's, you know, it's this part of you that's always with you, but a lot of us hide from it. And a lot of us, you know, go to different addictions so that we don't see that part of us. You know, you might numb out, you might find yourself on social media all day or, you know, going towards substances because you don't wanna look at this old trauma that's within you. Um, so doing the shadow work is ta- having the courage to connect with this aspect of you. And it could be um, a lot of time, times it's connecting with your inner child because most of our programming has come from our childhood. Uh, because we're under that kind of state of hypnosis. We are under a state of hypnosis from ages zero to seven, but really I think we're more imprinted more up to like zero to 14. And we're highly, we're soaking in all the information and energy from the world at that age and it's imprinting our subconscious. So depending on your childhood and depending on the environment that you grew up in, it developed your really your way of being as an adult. Most of us as adults are living out our childhood trauma or, or childhood subconscious programming. And that's when you see, you know, adults not really being able to handle stressful events or acting out against their partner, lashing out, um, and 
you know, a lot of times when you see people who are just kind of on edge, they can't really um, get themselves to, to, they don't have the tools quite yet to hold, um, keep this kind of rational mind or this centered mind and they just act, right? It's just reaction, reaction, reaction before having that pause. So usually that is reacting or acting out some childhood trauma. Usually, not always, not always. You know, obviously all of this is very individual. Um, but for the most part, most adults are living out their, their childhood trauma. And um, until you develop that relationship with your inner child or this aspect of you that holds this shadow, this darkness, you're going to continue to live out that, that subconscious programming because you're not bringing awareness to it. So how do you how do you start to move through this shadow work? Number one, it's self-awareness. It's building building up self-awareness. And what does that mean? Having awareness is shining a light on this aspect of you. So that's number one. You start to bring awareness to this aspect of you and you go, okay, whoa, I didn't realize I was doing that because of that. And what that can do at first, when people start to do shadow work, it can be uh, hard. <laughs> it's hard because you look at it and you go, I don't want to look at that part of myself. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people say, F this. You know, I'm going to have a cocktail tonight instead. I don't want to deal with that. Because, you know, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of strength to be able to look at these parts of yourself and, and look at them without judgment. And look at them with with love and with compassion. So those are the foundational pieces with all of this is forgiveness and compassion. Forgiveness for yourself and forgiveness for th those that um, you were around most during your childhood. So if you have to have some forgiveness for your parents for you know the way that you were brought up that's a huge piece of this because that's healing you and it's healing them so anytime you forgive you forgive someone it's not necessarily to let them off the hook it's so that you can release the emotional charge and uh the emotional attachment with that event um with that event or with that person so forgiveness and then forgiving yourself. You, ha you have to have immense forgiveness for yourself when you start to do shadow work because you're pulling up this aspect of you that might have, you know, not really handled things the way that, that you would have wanted to. Or, you know, you start to say, wow, I've had this addiction for this line because I've had this unresolved childhood trauma. You know, you start to come up against, I can't believe I've let myself do this for this long. So it, this is why the shadow work is, is tough in a sense, because you've got to be number one, willing to go there, which a lot of people don't want to. And that's, that's cool. Not, not everybody's built to do shadow work also. Not every single human being on the earth is here to do this type of work, by the way. If you're, if you're called to it, then you're going to do it. If you're not called to it, then you're not going to do it. And just trust that. Um, but you, it does take courage and strength to go there. So having self-compassion, you've got to have compassion for yourself to do, to do this work the whole way through. 
through every emotion, every feeling, every thought, every, um, every time you have resistance towards it, you give yourself compassion. You go, it's okay. Because you're essentially, essentially you are reparenting yourself. So you've got to talk to yourself like you are your little self. So you start to build this relationship. I have a couple of med meditations on my YouTube and on my podcast that are connecting or, um, yeah, connecting with your inner child. So doing that meditation, you start to build this relationship with this aspect of you that's always there and that's always wanting you to, to give you, give her or him attention. A lot of us have completely lost this relationship and our inner child, which is always there, is seeking your attention and is saying, hey, you need to give me some love right now. We, we need to talk about what's going on. And I've had this with clients where I, you know, I connect to their energy. I close my eyes and I see sometimes their inner child is like in a corner with their hands on their head down, curled up in a ball. They, they have no life force in them. And that's a major, major divine aspect of you is your inner child that's connected to your creativity, your play, um, your, your sense of, of innocence. It, it's just a massive piece of you that you've got to feed energy into and connect with to pull that aspect of you out. If you want to manifest things, you have got to have a connection with your inner child. That, that is the high vibrational energy within you. It's, your, it's really a, a huge uh, connection to your spirit. You know, children, they drop down into the physical. They're the closest to that spirit realm. Um, so connecting with that aspect of you is connecting to your spirit. And, um, and this might be your inner child that's three years old, two years old, uh, even one year, one year old because... Depending on what had happened in your life, there might be aspects of you where something happened, where you were imprinted at a specific age, whether it's one, two, three, four, five, and that needs to be, there needs to be some awareness on that aspect of, of whatever happened because it developed some conditioning. And that's ultimately what's going on here. When you, all of us are conditioned, and it's not just conditioning from um, childhood, it's societal conditioning. So, you know, the shadow work is also coming to terms with your societal conditioning. So, all right, now I realize that I had some really major um, attachments to money. Let's just talk about money for a second. So, two things here. You could have some conditioning or programming. Same thing, conditioning and programming, which is just subconscious programming. Think of your, think of your brain as a computer. And it has software programs that are always running. These software programs were installed mostly from childhood. Um, but it could be from our family or from society. Um, or depending on what happened to us, uh, you know, on the playground or with friends or whatever. I, I had a distinct memory all of a sudden pop up. And a lot of times you don't have these memories in your mind. They just pop up when, you're start, when you start doing this work. I had a distinct memory pop up of me getting beat up in fifth grade, um, literally on the ground and kids kicking me. And it, I connected it to all this stuff that I was dealing with. And I was like, holy moly, that is heavy. And I have blocked that memory out of my mind. Um, so let's talk, let's bring it back to money though. Let's say that your, 
you grew up in a household where, you know, you maybe your parents didn't have a lot of money, but they also had the belief that money was the root of all evil. So you grew up thinking that money was the root of all evil. What is, how do you think that's going to develop your relationship with money and pulling in money? On a subconscious level, you're already telling yourself you don't want money because you're associating it with as being the root of all evil. So then you start to look at people with money as... Oops, sorry, got lost there. So you start to look at people with money as the root of all e evil. All right, and this is all subconscious. These are subconscious things. So that's just one example there. You could um, have had societal conditioning that has, in one way or another, lowered your self-worth. You know, let's say your looks. You don't look the way that society tells you to look. Maybe, you know, you have more weight on you than the models and the magazines or whatever it is. So you have this societal conditioning of low self-worth around your looks. And you're not, you're maybe not consciously aware of it because maybe you put on a facade or you put on this like protection mechanism around you um, that in a lot of ways, the way that this shows up is you are, you bash other people. This is just one example. And you might know someone like this. They attack other people you know, they, they talk crap on good-looking people, quote-unquote, or um, they attack their friends or they attack people in their circle because they've got an underlying thing of either jealousy because they look a certain way or act a certain way, whatever the thing is, but it's all related to their own self-worth. So this is a great example of shadow work is starting to understand that when you... Um, are attacking another or when you're when you your triggers right you're triggered by somebody's looks by somebody's actions and you want to attack it's a direct reflection of what's going on here and that's shadow work that's taking responsibility and going okay I understand it I understand that I'm I'm talking crap on this chick because I, I think that I don't like her but it's really on a subconscious level I think she's prettier than me or better than me so I'm gonna attack her because I think that's gonna make me feel better. So that's that's your ego, right? That's your ego wanting that control back. Uh, but it's a reflection of your low self-worth and it could be related to societal conditioning leading you to believe that you've gotta look a certain way, right? We got the Kardashians on, the, on everywhere and you know, and they're all about looks and now you see all these chicks trying to look like the Kardashians, <laughs> which is hysterical. Um, but we've got this societal conditioning that we've got to look a certain way. We've got to act a certain way. Another example of this is your parents told you you've got to go to college and you've got to be a lawyer or you're not worthy, essentially. You know, it might, they probably said it in a different way, but they made you feel not worthy if you didn't get this degree and you didn't make this amount of money. Which, you know, in all of this, by the way... You've got to give, again, love and compassion and forgiveness to your parents, if it's your parents that gave you this conditioning, or, or society, either way. And understand, though, that your parents were doing the best that they could with what they had. 
They they had this conditioning too. They had the, they went through the same exact thing as you from their parents. So they're just living out their childhood trauma, trying to help you the best that they can. So they're always doing the best that they can with what they have, always. So that's you know let's get that out first and foremost. None of this work is meant to build up resentment against your parents, resentment against society. Because the biggest thing here, and this is what I talk about with Ho'oponopono, that Hawaiian forgiveness practice, the biggest thing here is that um, you are now taking full responsibility for how you feel uh, and how you show up in the world. So, you know, you, however, when you start to do shadow work, you're going to feel the feelings and emotions of most likely anger and resentment because you're coming to terms with why you are the way that you are. And you might have some grievances around that. You might have some um, emotions come up that go, what the hell? Are you serious? You know, all that kind of work. You know, I even had that. I had um, just like chronic self-doubt that would show up in my life. And, you know, I started to put it together. It's just like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm showing up with this self-doubt again? And I would be angry about it. It would piss me off. And I had... You know, even in my business, I, um, you know, I had this business, I had a, a partner that I was working with and I completely lost my own identity in it. And I was very angry about it after. I, I couldn't understand how I could let myself um, lose so much of myself, my own identity through while trying to build this business. And I had moments of, of like, are you joking? How could I have done that? Um, but it was directly connected to my own worth, my own insecurities, my own doubt that I wasn't enough. I wasn't, um, I didn't have enough power and strength to show up as who I re really am. So it was all on me. It had nothing to do with, with my partner. It had nothing to do with my parents. I mean, it, it did. <laughs> I had to heal some of that for sure. Um, but at the end of the day, it was my own responsibility. It's my own life. So you're taking your power back when you start to do this shadow work. So hopefully you understand now why it's not easy. <laughs> it takes a lot of power, a lot of personal power and strength and courage to do this work. Um, but when you, when you take personal responsibility for every single thing in your life, you gain immense power, immense, immense power back because all of a sudden you realize like, oh wow, it's not my parents' fault. It's not society's fault. It, you know, they, they maybe were the package that delivered this to me, but ultimately they're helping me to get to know myself better and to heal these aspects of me so I can elevate higher. And look, that's what shadow work is. It's shining a light on this darkness, shining a light on these aspects of you that that hold your limiting beliefs, your insecurities, um, uncovering these old old traumas. You're shining a light on this so that you can elevate. That's the whole point of it. Because you're you're becoming whole. You're you're bringing awareness to your wholeness, right? And anytime you're bringing awareness to your wholeness, you are elevating. You're raising your vibration. You're able to pull in higher frequencies, higher vibrations, because all of a sudden you're not half of you, you're all of you. And you're acknowledging all of you and you are loving the shit out of all of you. And you're giving so much compassion to yourself for doing this work and for seeing all of you. 
And you know, I, I look at the parts of me that held that self doubt and I go, shit, that, you know, that, that sucks. But I love that part of me because it helped me to get to know myself better and to help me to integrate that aspect of me so that I can elevate. All right, so hopefully that was helpful. Um, and and look, it's happening at a collective level right now. The collective is doing its shadow work, right? So we've talked about this. At a collective level, we're now shining a light on the shadows of, uh, of the world as a whole. So that's gonna be the corruption that's been going on. That's gonna be, quote unquote, the shadow government. We're shining, why do you call it the shadow government? Pretty interesting, right? We're shining a light on that aspect of the collective now. And the collective is going to have to purge the density associated with that. So coming back to the individual part, when you start to do shadow work, essentially, so you're pulling in these higher frequencies. Anytime you raise your vibration, you raise your frequency. You are at the same exact time purging the lower vibrations, which can be called density, the dense vibrations. Those are your shadows. That's your darkness. So as you're shining a light on the shadow aspects of you, um, you know, your whatever it is, the coping mechanisms, the addictions, you're shining a light on that density, that dense part of you, you are becoming whole, but you're also purging that from you because then you start to make different decisions. You start to show up differently as you're becoming more more aware. You go, wait a second, I don't want to show up like that. I didn't realize that I was doing that. You know, a lot of the shadow, you don't, you're not conscious of it. It's your, it's called your shadow for your reason for a reason. It's behind you. It's back there. You don't want to look at it. You're doing these quite often. You're doing all of these things subconsciously. I didn't know I had that much self-doubt. I didn't know I had lost my identity in that business. Um, and that, and that was related to my childhood insecurities and my child, my low self-worth that was really related to some ancestral stuff. So this is often some ancestral work that you're doing too. So as you are shining a light on this, you're also purging the density. So what happens when you're purging density and purging, um, darkness, you feel the emotions associated with it. So when you start to do the shadow work, you're you're pulling up the emotions. So that might be stored anger. Um, you know, whatever this old trauma caused, which you could be feeling a lot of anger around that, but you haven't yet given yourself permission to feel it. So you're holding on to it. So you haven't cast a light onto that stored anger. But when you start to cast the light on it and you bring it up to the surface, you then give yourself permission to feel it. So this is also why shadow work sucks. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It's a beautiful thing. Um, I'm completely kidding there. It, it, it's hard. It's hard and it's not easy. But it is a beautiful thing because you're elevating. You're raising your, your frequency. It's something that's required if you want to have this spiritual awakening and elevate. You've got to do shadow work. You, there's no way around it. You can't escape it. You can't miss it. If you, But again, not everyone's meant to do it. But if you want to raise your vibration, raise your frequency, and have this kind of spiritual awakening, you have got to get to know the dark parts of you. You have to. There's no getting around it. And a lot of you are forced into it. A lot of us are just, for, just forced into it. Um, and we do it 
we just do it. Um, but when you're when you're purging the this darkness from you, you've got to feel the emotions. You feel them so that you can integrate that darkness. So you're you're feeling all the emotions associated with that. You start to feel the anger. And when you feel the emotion come up, a lot of the meditations and healings that we do is to support you in pulling up the stuck energy and stuck emotion. What is emotion? Energy's in motion. So you're pulling up this anger from the surface. Could be associated from, you know, the way that your your dad treated you growing up. You're going to let yourself feel the anger associated with that rather than now numbing out or rather than seeking um, attention from guys or whatever the relationship addiction is there. Rather than going to the thing to numb it out, you're going to pull that energy up and you're going to allow yourself to feel the anger. Feel it, feel it, allow it, express it. So then you go to a practice to support you in expressing it because that's releasing it. We're purging it while we're bringing it up and feeling it. We're purging it. So we're feeling the anger. We are screaming. We are writing. We are journaling. I would be journaling every day during this, by the way. Uh, just writing everything that comes up because you're going to have downloads. Once you start doing this work, you're going to start connecting dots within your life. You're going to start going, oh, wow, I do this because of this. I do 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 do. So you're going to start receiving lots of downloads with how, how you show up. So I would be writing it all out to help you process and release it. Writing is a form of energetic release. And if it's just a mind dump, you're like, oh, my God, how could yada, 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 you know, your mind's in overdrive. So you just write, write, write. So I'd be writing every day while you're doing this work. That's just one suggestion. But you, you're releasing the energy. If you're feeling sadness, cry, 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 cry. That's a huge energetic release. Um, if you are feeling some kind of pain, just allow yourself to feel it. So you're purging this darkness as you're moving through this. As you purge, you, you'll experience it less and less and less. So, you know, the shadow work doesn't last forever. It's just a phase. It's a piece of this. And then you transcend it. However, there's phases to it. So you might have one, one stage of shadow work, you get beyond it, and then you have another stage of shadow work. So there, there's phases to it, but it doesn't last forever. This is your dark night of the soul, quote unquote. So again, bringing it back to the collective, we are doing this at a collective level. We are purging collectively, where the collective is having its dark night of the soul. It sucks. It's painful. It's not very fun. We're coming into the awareness of, oh my gosh, we have lived like this as a society. And look, a lot of people have been awakened to this. You know, just look at the, the disproportion of, of wealth. Look at poverty. Look at homelessness. Look at the environment. Um, the, we've had, we have some darkness on this planet. We have some real darkness on this planet. Look at the corruption in politics, uh, the corruption in corporations. Look at the corruption in the healthcare system, both big pharma. Um, all of these things have been going on for years, hundreds of years. Um, if not beyond that, <laughs> because we're coming out of this cycle of the dark ages, right? We're ending this 26,000 year cycle um, and, and ascending into a new cycle. But before we ascend, we've got to cast a light on this darkness and the shadow 
of the collective of the planet so that we can purge it and then ascend so with that when you're when we're starting to shine a light on what's going on as a collective understand within yourself it's okay to feel the associated emotions that might come up through this and for some people frankly it's going to be uh, traumatizing it's going to feel like trauma because it's going to be shocking you know some people are completely asleep to what's been going on and the information that's going to come out is going to cause some trauma within people and it, it will kind of, it can be kind of a shock so if you, you know, if you've never done any of this type of work or you've been very um, manipulated by the media or whatever um, and this have had this societal conditioning, it's going to be kind of traumatizing for some people. So it's very important to have love and compassion for everyone that's going through this and will continue to go through this because I'll, I'll be honest, it's going to continue to happen. It might not just be like, bam, way in our face, but you're already seeing it starting to happen. You're already seeing people starting to wake up. Um, you're seeing information be passed around that, you know, that is really exposing a lot of this kind of underbelly of the, of the world and of the globe and, um, you know, the shadow government. It's a very real thing. This is no longer a conspiracy theory. This is a very real thing that's going on and it's going to continue to go on. So allow yourself to feel the emotions that come up because you might feel some real anger. You might feel some real sadness because there's some heavy stuff that's going to come out um, without a doubt. It's, it's, it is heavy <laughs> it's, and it can very much, um, you know, pull up some real grief within you, allow yourself to feel it because you're purging it for yourself, but you're also purging it for the collective. And in any time, this is why I say anyone, any kind of spiritual teacher that's saying, oh, it's all love and light. It's all love and light. Even right now, you know, with a, if teachers are saying, we just got to be love and light, love and light, love and light, and that's it. Well, you're, you're missing out on the work that needs to be done with this shadow. You've got to look at the shadow and then integrate it so that we can become whole. So, you know, to to just be love and light and look the other way, you're not we're not doing the the work that needs to be done. There's work that's going to have to happen here. Um and it is work. <laughs> it's not it's not just sitting at a, you know, having a picnic. It's it's serious work that's going to have to happen here um emotionally, mentally, physically, you know, the, we're seeing these old paradigms, these old systems and structures start to crumble. And this is going to happen over the, next, the course of the next several years. What is going to be needed more than anything is this heart opening. We've got to open our heart and pour unconditional love out from our heart to help us elevate and help the world elevate. So while you're doing this shadow work, at the same exact time, you want to be activating this unconditional love. So you're loving this shadow work. You are loving this aspect of you. We're loving this aspect of the planet because if we meet it at the same level of consciousness of which it was created, which is, you know, fear, anger, um, which it's okay to feel those emotions and allow them to come up. So this is the difference here. 
you when you're purging, you can allow the emotion to come up, you can see it, and then you release it. You go to some practice to help you release it. Ecstatic dance, jumping, screaming, shouting, shaking, some some kind of movement to release it. And then you, you know, you integrate that and then you go back into your heart. I mean, you can still be opening your heart while you're feeling these emotions, um, but you want to come back into this heart space as much as possible, as much as possible and be pouring unconditional love into your body and into your field to support us right now. Because, you know, as this stuff comes up out as a collective, yes, we're going to be feeling anger. Yes, we're going to be feeling sadness. But we cannot lead with the anger and the resentment because if we do, we're in a sense perpetuating it. This, all of this darkness has been built on the projection of fear into the society. Um, you know, you look at the news. If you're someone that just watches the news all the time, the mainstream media news before this, this pandemic, what's... What is 99% of the news? Fear. It's just projecting fear, projecting fear, projecting fear. It's all fear. So this darkness has gotten away with what, with what they're doing because the control mechanisms have been built on fear. It, it's, we've had a world full of fear. You know, you look at all everything. Um, so we're getting out of the fear mindset, which also, by the way, is the survival fight or flight, which most of us are in fight or flight. When you're triggered by somebody else, when you um, are just stuck in fear around money, whatever it is, you're just in fight or flight. You're trying to survive. You're in that survival mode. That's the very 3D, right? The 4D, we're ascending to 4D is doing the shadow work, is seeing, okay, bringing awareness to these things, starting to pull in more unconditional love, but, it, but being able to look at the shadow. Elevating to the 5D is that unity consciousness, being able to look at the light and the dark and see it as one. It's part of the whole thing. It is the balance of it all. So when we're doing this work with as a collective, the shadow work, we're pouring unconditional love into the darkness because that's how you dispel it. Unconditional love is the highest vibration there is. It is what produces healing chemicals within your body. So all of my meditations, I have you open up the heart and pour out unconditional love because you're producing chemicals in your body when you do that, that heal you. Oxytocin, you're, you're producing this, you know, the love hormone. That's extremely healing on the body. Any, all these meditations, help you get into more of an alkaline state when your body is in an alkaline state it's healing itself most disease it really all of disease comes from a body that's acidic that's too acidic and what is acidity it's these your stress hormones when you're producing cortisol and adrenaline when you're in fight or flight in that survival mode in the mode of fear you versus me that competitive if I don't get my dollar, you know, whatever, you know, it's that you versus me mentality. That's that's what we're evolving from, by the way. We were in that for a reason. It was a state of, or that was a phase of evolution. Now we're, uh, we're elevating up in consciousness. So now we're experiencing the evolution of consciousness. So we're elevating and evolving now 
this consciousness, this higher consciousness, which is rooted in unconditional love. And it's unconditional love for all because we can look at this as just a phase, as just a cycle. We are both light and we are both dark. So if you think about the spiritual awakening, looking, um, coming to know and love and appreciate your shadow, we have to do the same thing as a collective. We're going to come to know and appreciate the shadow. It doesn't mean you have consent for what's been going on, by the way. So you can say, you can look at what's been going on. And I don't want to go into details around it because there's a lot of different theories out there. Do your own research. I highly suggest you do your own research. I highly, highly suggest you turn off the mainstream media. Um, all of the media is, is owned by 15 billionaires in the world. Just Google who owns media outlets. Google that. And, and you'll see it's 15 billionaires. So I'm not going to get my information from this tiny percentage of people that own a majority of the money in the world because I already know that that information is filtered. Done. That's Fox, CNN, MSNBC, BuzzFeed, TMZ. All of those informational streams, their, their narrative is filtered. That's a fact. It has to be filtered. How can it not be? It's owned by the 15 billionaires who are all sitting together um, I'm not gonna, I'm not going there. And it's the same thing with Hollywood. They, they infiltrated Hollywood. And so I don't want to go too much into it <laughs> because we've done that a lot. Um, if you've been on my lives, we've talked about it quite a bit. Uh, where was I going with that though? If it, as you start to bring awareness to what's going on, it doesn't mean as we're giving love to it, we're shining a light on it. We're giving love to it. We're accepting it as it is. You know, it's all that is. At the same time, we're not giving consent to it. We don't have to sit there and say, you know, number one, we don't have to sit in anger over it because we're, we're elevating our consciousness to a higher state to, to, um, to, you know, again, this is the evolution of consciousness. We're getting out of this survival mode, this fight or flight, this fear programming. So we can look at it with unconditional love, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that we consent to what's going on. This will make a lot more sense. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, it's going to make a lot more sense in the next coming months and years as we start to unravel the truth of what's been going on behind the scenes with the shadow government and all that. So um, just keep in mind, you can mentally and intend, I don't consent to this. I, because don't forget your own sovereignty and your own power. And it might be easy to forget it when you start to uncover some of this stuff. You know, you might, in a sense, I, you know, I feel people starting to feel like they are powerless in this because it's been such manipulation and control. It's easy to feel like you're, you're not, you don't have power in this. Do not forget your, so your sovereignty in, in this and just make it the intention and um, men mental note, I don't consent to this anymore. I'm elevating my consciousness. I'm transcending this paradigm. I do not consent to this paradigm anymore. I don't consent this, um, I don't give consent to this shadow government and the way that they, things have been operating. We're not doing it anymore. So just, I just wanna remind you to take your power back and your sovereignty back, cause that matters. You know, that you're sending out an electrical, a magnetic uh, vibration out when you say enough we're not doing this anymore I'm elevating myself all right so that was shadow work in a nutshell if that was even remotely close to a nutshell um, <laughs> 
So again, just to wrap things up, this work, it's not for the faint-hearted at all, but if you're called to it, it's for a reason. Trust that. Trust that you are go you are going to be elevating not only yourself, but, but the collective as well. And any time that you are doing your own shadow work, don't even think about the collective right now. If that's too much for you to go into, just go, whoa, I can't go there yet. Go within. And that's the biggest thing that, that is coming up right now that we're, that's, I think, a real requirement for all of us to go within, do your own shadow work. As you do your own shadow shadow work, you're gonna be doing it for the collective. But when when this start, stuff starts to come up, it's gonna pull out shadows within you. So again, it's all about going within right now. Go within, all of your answers that you're seeking are within. So I highly, again, I've talked about in my last episode, if you need support, around how to deal with this energy right now, please listen to my last podcast episode. Um, all around building this self-care practice. Now more than ever, we have got to build a self-care practice that grounds our energy because the energy is, frankly, it's very volatile. Everyone's emotions are all over the place. If you think that everyone's doing their shadow work, just think of all the different emotions that are coming up. And it, look, we've been swimming in this energy for a while. Um, but it's very important to keep yourself grounded while you do this work for yourself and for the collective. So having a, a daily meditation practice to elevate yourself and to ground your energy will be very supportive. I'm on on lives. I do not, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time <laughs> lives on Instagram and on TikTok. And we've got really awesome group energy that's going on right now. Um, and we're, we're healing in a really major way by all of us coming together. It, it's very cool. Very, very cool. Um, so if you need extra support, please always reach out to me. I'm here. You can DM me anytime. If you want to book a session, I do private energy healing anytime. So just email me or hit me up. Um, but take care of yourselves more than anything. Just be super gentle. Super, super gentle and compassionate with yourself. There's so much um, that can be gained just by being, being be, not putting so much pressure on yourself. You know, just say, I don't feel like working today. Listen to that. You know, if you're in a position to do that, listen to that. If you need to just take a bath, do that. I can't recommend staying hydrated and doing salt baths enough more at this time, too. So that's part of your self-care. All right. Well, hopefully that was helpful. Um, hit me up if you have any questions at all, though.